pretty, I am a pretty open guy with between my podcasts, my blogs, and everything that I do. And I have my ups and downs, man. Like this year alone, you know, I was an investor five years ago in a company called Nikola Motors, and it's been in the news left and right everywhere. Everybody knows the story. The company uh, went public, I think, in May, and the stock shot up where I was, I had, my value was over $25 million. And I mean, it was insane. Like, and I couldn't sell any because I'm locked up in these founder shares. Mm-hmm. By the time I, you know, like today, I've lost 80% of that wealth. I've lost 20 million bucks in this stock in the last three months. Like it's pretty, you know, I put myself out there because I was celebrating the victory and I get to feel the defeat of it and everything too. So, you know, it's like, I'm not trying to pretend it's not like it's been a rough couple months, like the stress of all this and not knowing, not being able to do anything. I don't even know anything about the company. I'm just an investor watching my buddies, you know, somebody's fighting for the company, some fighting against right. it. And one of my closest buddies is the founder. I'm just like all these things happening and it's been fascinating, but you know, through it all, I've just kind of been just saying, okay, like I'm okay with whatever happens here. Like if I have no money come out of this or if I end up making, you know, millions and millions of dollars from this, like ultimately it's not going to change how I feel about myself. It's not because I know, like I made that investment, you know, and and I was able to take that risk and I've already gotten the benefit of that. And at the end of the day, the money would be really nice. I really hope I still get a lot of money out of it. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't, it's not going to change how I feel about myself, who I am, or even the decision that I made to make that investment all those years ago. So there was a lot that was said. Um, I, I do want to get into the Nicola stuff. I, I know we can't talk about specifics, obviously, because of what's going on. But we can talk about anything with me because I don't really know. Any, I mean, I'm I'm just an investor, so I can talk about any of the specifics you want. To be honest, gotcha. Well, I was interested in hearing about, um, you know, the initial sort of meeting, um, the initial pitch or whatever. However, that conversation went when uh, that opportunity came by you. You know, what what made you gravitate towards that, and what made you eventually then invest in that? Yeah, so I was actually at a buddy's wedding, and my buddy Trevor came up to me. Um, he's the founder of Nikola Motors, and we were talking. We'd actually, he kind of discussed with me a little bit after a movie we went to a couple weeks before that, that he had this idea, and he wasn't sure if he was going to do it or not. It was a multi-billion dollar company, but it would cost him five years of his life. And I remember as he was telling me about it, I said, well, what is it? And he finally showed me, and he showed me a picture of the truck. He had kind of a rendering of what it was going to look like. I was like, holy shit, dude, like, that's amazing. You have to let me invest in it. And I actually asked him, um, I was looking to invest at the time. I'd invest in a couple other companies. He's like, well, it's not even worth our money unless you do a half a million bucks because um, I'm using my own money. We're not really, you know, raising money at this point. Right, right. I was like, I can do a half a million. I just need a couple months to, uh, I need a couple months to sell some houses if that's okay. And um, so he said, okay. So anyway, after that meeting, I ended up selling a couple houses. I had some money saved up. I invested a half a million dollars in the company, but I approached him and, and just asked if, you know, I could be a part of it. Um, and that's how it kind of came about. But yeah, it was over five years ago now. And uh, it's been kind of a crazy ride, man. It's been fun to watch. And the reason I did that is a couple of reasons. Is one is I believe in my friend. I still do. He had to step down this last week as the chairman of the board. But what he's built to me is incredible um, what he's been able to take from nothing. He's getting hammered in the news and YouTube and everything else right now. But I respect and honor what he's been able to build, what he's been able to do. There's a, I mean, the, there's a lot of things that aren't coming out about the company that like they have products that things working. It's they have 300 employees working on this full time. So there's some really cool things there. Um, and so I believed in him. Um, but also I saw that it was transportation technology and, um, and, uh, 
transportation technology and power, like, you know, tra uh, energy or whatever. And right, you take right. those three sectors and mix them together. That is a strong thing. And I knew the company would go nuts if it worked because just like it has, people are very much looking for those sectors right now. Anytime you can combine energy technology and, and transportation. So that's why I believed in it. That's why I invested in it. Um, I was probably a little naive, like, you know, the odds of the company succeeding at the time I invested. I was a little bit, um, didn't know what I didn't know. Uh, mm -hmm. but all I believed in was my buddy, to be honest, and, and kind of the idea behind what he was trying to do. That's an amazing story. And I'm really appreciative that you shared that. Um, I think with General Motors input, um, things will kind of settle, um, you know, yeah, with the news, um, you know, you, there's too many forums on the internet that tend to focus on one or two aspects of the entire equation and that's kind of what drives the uh, public perception which we yeah i mean as of today as of today it's still a seven and a half billion dollar company that's insane man like mm -hmm. i always remember when i put the money in thinking like if this became a five billion dollar company that'd be the hugest success ever and like i said it's it's still with everything that's happened and all the bad news and everything else it's still over that right now and who knows where the company goes? I, I am optimistic. I think that those three sectors are still very much the future of transportation and energy and, and technology. So we'll see what happens and we'll look back on this interview one day and, and be able to laugh or cry or something in between them. It's fun. It's fun. Like in life, where do you get the opportunity to be a part of a roller coaster like this? Like yeah, honestly, the ups and downs of something like this, man, like I'm all about the experience of life. And regardless of what comes out of it, I'm always going to be working anyway. So I don't really care. I enjoy work. I enjoy grinding. And so for me, it's like I wasn't going to take the money and go sit on a beach for the next 50 years, you know. And so you're going to continue grinding. What's that? Sorry, you were going to continue grinding regardless of what the returns Yeah, were. so it's like at the end of the day, it's fun to be a part of the ride, dude. And it'll be a story I get to tell forever and ever. No, I definitely agree. Um, I did want to quickly ask, um, how does the locked share structure work? What, what's the sort of time period? What? The shares that are locked. Oh, like so shares. Yeah, and I'm not exactly sure either. I just know they told me a date that, like, my shares were original founder shares that I own. And so we, anytime you go public, you have a hold period where you, you can't sell them until that lockup period expires. And so the founders of the company or people that had those shares from the beginning, our shares are locked up until after that, that date, which I think is December 3rd. I have to double check it, something like that. 